0: Hey guys, I'm back. I'm going to go ahead and combine two shows, Married to Medicine and Potomac Housewives on one recording here because, you know, I don't think I need to do separate um uh podcasts for them. So I'm going to start with Married to Medicine. So the big thing is uh the crew, the OGs have been together for 10 years and they're going to do a 10 year couples trip. Now, I don't know how you're going to call it a couple's trip with Phaedra on the trip and she doesn't have anyone with her. Like, there's no significant other. No boyfriend, no fiance, no husband, nothing. But she's on the trip. And Toya did point out that, hey, Fader's going on this trip. Why? You know, I don't know what subsequent conversation they had after that, but I do know it was brought up. Now, here's the thing. Um, The big controversy about going to Hilton Head, quite honestly, I don't think many people really thought about Hilton Head until Jackie kind of gave that Stark reaction when Simone said, Oh, we're going to Hilton Head, and she kind of looked like, Girl, what? And then we saw how heavenly responded. I forgot about Hilton Head, I didn't forget about um Craig, uh, not Craig, what's his name? Uh, Craig, well, anyway, Dr. Jackie's husband Craig, I didn't forget about him, um, Curtis. I'm sorry, I could call him Craig Curtis. I didn't forget about him cheating, but I just forgot where it was taking place. That was it only in Hilton Head, or I don't know, but anyway, so. Um, Jackie had been up in the air about going because Curtis didn't want to go, and then as a result, Heavenly decided she wasn't gonna go if, if, if Jackie wasn't going. And um, everybody else is like, Well, we're gonna go ahead on to Hilton Head, and, and and you know, we're gonna celebrate without you guys, and there it is. Now, I didn't believe that for one second, I knew that. They go, the production is going to make them go because they want to mess. They want to get Jackie riled up. And that's why they picked Hilton here. You know, now, from what I'm understanding, Hilton, it was not at the top of the list. It was Africa. and they, But somehow the budget just wasn't budgeting. They ran out of money. I don't know why they ran out of money. If they had a budget for Africa, what did they spend their money on in, in exchange for going to Africa? By getting Phaedra? I hope that wasn't the case. But anyway, that's what I heard. So... When they're over, they over at Simone's house, they're getting ready to go and everything. I noticed the guys are still, not just the guys, all everybody is still taking little jabs at Kima. I think that's his name. That's Dr. Alicia's husband. You know his very archaic and uh, um, viewpoints on what men should do and what women should do, that type of thing. I'm going to think that Kima's going to get tired of that. You know, they keep making fun of him. But at some point it's not a joke anymore. Like you keep bringing up the fact that he feels like women should stay in a certain place and they shouldn't be decision makers and all that. And after a while, that's going to get old and he's going to get tired of it. That's just my, my guess on that. So when they get on the, uh, the sprinter, I don't know how long the ride it is, but it's a long ride, apparently four or five hours, I guess. Um, they're all talking and, and they make fun of him yet again, because they were talking about, Relations and oral things of that nature. And Kima said that in his culture, they don't do that. Phaedra's like, that's not what I heard. You know, I've experienced something totally different. Now, Kima, I'm, I, mm. <laughs> I you know, everybody's looking at him like kind of crazy and everything. But look, Dr. Alicia likes him, loves him. She's married to him and it is what it is. So all of his, whatever he thinks, how he thinks about men and women and relationships and the place in the household and who should do what, she's fine with it. Let her live, let her her live, let her live, let her live. So everybody gets to the house and everything. They got a cook, chef already there. He's doing a crab boil. He got it going on. He got the special drinks for them. They're all happy. They they get their rooms and stuff like that. And they come downstairs, they're going to eat. And who's coming up? We see Jackie and Curtis, and then we see uh, Heavenly and Damon. And everybody kind of looking like, oh, okay, so you did decide to show up. Wow. All right. Here's where the mistake happened. The mistake happened when Jackie and Curtis decided to come in with the attitude, talking about, so we're not going to put up with this. We're not going to talk about that. You know They're going to set the tone for what they're not going to talk about. They should just left it alone. Because by them bringing it up themselves, it ends up other folks talking about it. You thought Toya was going to bring it up. You brought it up. You walked in the door with a negative attitude. So with that being said, you got Simone and Heavenly, they back and forth with each other, screaming, yelling. I'm about sick of those two. And I'm sick of Heavenly playing guard dog for Jackie. Jackie know how to handle herself? So... When it comes down to it, um, sweet T decides that Jackie needs to be put on the spot. She should be in the hot seat. She said, I don't understand how you guys can talk about me and bring up my my husband's transgressions and then bring up his ex-wife, but I can't talk about what's been going on. What happened with you, you know, with with, with Curtis's transgression, what happened to you guys' marriage. All right, fair is fair. Now, Jackie should have played it differently than what she did because I felt like the response that Jackie gave was very it was deflecting she talking about I'm always in the hot seat when I have to tell a, a young lady she has breast cancer or when I have to deliver a baby and all she talked about what she does professionally as you know being a physician be an OBGYN how that plays a huge role in being in the hot seat. That ain't. That's not the same thing. That is not what she's talking about. That's not what anybody else is talking about. You uh, took your own horn and all that good stuff. Girl, <laughs> girl, I'm gonna need you to get it together. That wasn't what she was talking about. What you should have done to really put her in her place is said, well, okay, then put me in the hot seat. You should have allowed her to put her... Let her go ahead and start asking questions, and you should have answered, because she would have felt silly then. Everybody would have been quiet and looking at her, and she'd have felt silly. That you should have you should have handed back to her what she was given to you. That's where you messed up, Jackie. You got an attitude that set the tone for uh, further conversation, where she ended up cursing you out. Everybody talking about the fact that Sweet Tea cursed out Dr. Jackie. Look. I'm going to say this. I don't think she needed to curse out Dr. Jackie. I, I don't know that we missed part of the conversation where it was warranted. But as far as her reasoning for putting Jackie in the hot seat, I and then, you know, I didn't get that. And then Jackie <laughs> was very condescending, calling her sweet girl, baby girl, and little child and all of that. She's, you know, I, I don't know. She And then Sweet Tea screaming, hollering, having a meltdown. I'm like, girl, here we go again. So when they go upstairs into the rooms and all of that, Sweet Tea crying to her husband, he wasn't a fan of cursing Jackie out, but he didn't disagree with the fact that, hey, look, they put me in the hot seat. How come you can't put them in the hot seat? What's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? Ain't that the saying? Um, I just don't see it for Sweet T in this group. You know, she, You know, the whole thing, she's going to continue to harp on age and all of that. It's just not going to work. you in your early 30s, and these people are 10, 15, 20 years old than you. It's just not going to work. It's not your cup of tea. It is what it is. So Sweet T called herself going to, well, she did try to apologize because uh, they were going on a trip the next day. I guess it was going golfing or something. The men were going for a cooking class. And Sweet T tells you know, Jackie, she was sorry. It's the 3rd. Jackie was not really here for it. Jackie was like, I hear you. I heard what you have to say, but really... In essence, Jackie was basically letting Sweet T know that I don't, first of all, I didn't really see it for you to begin with. Now that you don't went to the other left side of ignorance and cussed me out, I really don't see it for you. So you can save your apology. She didn't say it like that, but that's what she meant. Simone caught it. So did Heavenly. I think everybody caught it. We all know that that didn't work. Sweet T, you're done as far as Jackie's concerned. So that really was married to Medicine. We'll see what happens um, next Sunday, but you know, well no, no, no. I don't think it's coming on next Sunday because Super Bowl's next Sunday. So in two weeks, whatever. So let me get on to Real Housewives of Potomac. Now this is a mess. I they're gonna have to do something about this so-called ensemble um group because they're not an ensemble. They truly are not an ensemble cast because Giselle is in her feelings with both Candace and Wendy. And as a result of that they are not you know, they barely film together. And when they do film together, they have extremely limited, if very few words are are spoken between the two. So there's really no interaction or extreme limited interaction. So the whole thing, this episode is really about Wendy and her husband. He is starting a dispensary business and he wants to invite everybody to the whole thing and whatnot. And um, the only reason that Robin and, um, giselle went is because the production told them to go it was a cast outing so they did go to the event right they went to the event um they <laughs> were they were showing them how to roll um the cannabis but it wasn't real cannabis it was ore- oregano leaves or you know seasonings because they couldn't use the real deal um uh, and all of that giselle didn't speak to wendy I mean, who's surprised? Did you expect her to speak? I mean, why? And then they show flashbacks of Wendy not speaking to Giselle. I mean, it is par for the course. Where it got really interesting or just really just, I don't know how you want to call it, but it's when Chris, oh no, Giselle sees Chris and she goes in her confessional and she says, oh my, look at Chris. he He's gained a few pounds all that stress eating, I suppose it wasn't even necessary for you to mention Chris. It really wasn't. It, it, was, it wasn't even necessary, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so everybody sitting down, they do the whole thing, whatever the case may be. Oh, we see Karen and um Mia going back and forth. Karen, you tried it, but you really it failed. Ain't no way in the world you could have possibly thought that anybody who knows that they are second, third rate or fourth rate invitee to an event is going to be in their field You, you, because you would have felt the same way. So the only reason that you invited Mia and NECA uh, 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 was because Giselle and Robin both said they weren't going. So, I mean, come on, let's let's be real. Let's let's be real. Like So you and and are going back and forth about you know, being an old so-and-so and, and new tricks and this and that, it was a senseless conversation because Karen, you were wrong. You really were. Mia, in this instance, Mia was 100% right. Uh, what else happened? Robin brings up, oh, was it Robin or was it Mia? I don't know. Someone brought up about Karen having, oh, that might've been at Necker's house. But anyway, Karen having, A photo of Robin in her phone. Karen was like, well, I mean, I like the photo, so it's probably in my phone. I mean, what's the big deal? I mean, someone said, oh, Karen probably got a folder of of Robin's photo, a a folder just for Robin. And Karen just was like, I might, I mean, what, I don't understand what the problem is. Now look. I don't have no folders of sp- just for my friends, per se. I don't know why you have a folder for, for, for Robin. I don't know what the purpose of that would be. Um, you and Robin are not friends. It's clear, okay? So I don't know why you would have a folder specific to Robin and her family, but you know what, Karen? That's probably gonna come up again because that sounds a little off, okay? So then we get NECA approaches Wendy to apologize. Well, her version of an apology. She really wants to set the record straight and explain why she said the things that she said, but she calls herself saying it's an apology. Wendy was like, girl, for one, you know, I don't think it's sincere. I don't feel the sincerity about it. Um, kind of feels like you're doubling down. But you want to have a sit-down conversation to discuss what you have said about my family, then fine, let's do that. But I, I'm not sure I'm ready to accept any apologies. And honestly, NECA didn't sound like she was apologetic. She just wants to move forward. But I think that what is going to do is sit down and explain how she came up with the things that she came up with regarding Wendy's family. That's not an apology. That's doubling down on what you said. <laughs> but all right. So NECA invited all the ladies to her house for an unpacking party, child. Um I don't even remember what even happened at the unpacking party, uh, to be quite honest with you. I don't even remember anything of, of, of importance, but I will say this. They did have a scene with Mia and Gordon. <clears throat> Let's just call it a thing a thing. Mia and Gordon. <sighs> um, They're talking about life not being a couple. They're talking about their problems. They're talking about what things would look like if they were to divorce. Mia's like, I would get a settlement and move on about my business. Gordon is like, no, 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 that's not how that would work. We will come with an agreement. We will still live together and coexist as co-parents and things of that nature. Mia looking at him like, no, that's not how that would work. Gordon know who he married. Gordon know what he married. And Mia wants to get the money and go on about her business. Gordon is like, in his mind, I'm not paying you. I'm not giving you no settlements. So you can run off in the sunset and find somebody else. That's not going to happen. You're going to sit here in the house with me and co-parent, and we'll figure this thing out. Um, Gordon says that he found out that Mia had been talking to a divorce attorney because he was looking at all the receipts. Now, the conversation was senseless. Because it looked like they're trying to create a, not a paper trail, but a video trail of documenting how they got to the point to where they are in real time, which is going through a divorce, I guess. I guess they're legally separated. I, 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 that's what I'm guessing. And they're using this time on the show, because I think at that point, by the time when Gordon got kicked out the family, as far as the family business is concerned, me, it was over it. When we saw the first episode with Mia sitting up there telling Gordon about how he got into this depression and she's trying to help him out, she was over. She checked out. She was done. OK, she checked out. She was done. Marriage is over as far as she's concerned. Gordon is not spending the money. He doesn't have the money to spend and live like they used to and all of that. What I think will happen is once Gordon and Mia are divorced, the family let him back in because he won't be spending on this chick anymore. <laughs> but anyway, that's both of the episodes. Uh, like I said, it wasn't a lot with both of them. I know a lot of people are discussing, um, you know, the dynamics on Real Housewives of Potomac and everything. But the thing that they're going to have to figure out as producers is what they're going to do with Giselle, in particular Giselle. Um, because Giselle is at the center of this divide I think Robin is a little bit more willing to have conversations and to interact with the ladies but Giselle is not and that's a problem because if you're going to be an ensemble group you got to be an ensemble group and you got to figure out how to work together all right uh with Married to Medicine Jackie being put in the hot seat she played it wrong you should have you should have said put me in the hot seat start firing off the questions so I can go ahead and answer them you should have played it right back to her because when you deflect and you step away because you don't want to talk about something that is painful, you start to, you, you you have showed your hand. You showed your weakness. Now this person knows what to say to get you started. I laid it on the line right then and there so I can be done with them. That would have disarmed them. But, you know, that, that's the way I would have did it. But that's all I got for both episodes. Talk to you guys later. Peace.